Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation Media Network. This is an episode of the ISO. It's a Wednesday, Wednesday, July 20th, meaning Mailbag Wednesday. Each Wednesday, I take a look through email and social media and answer questions that uh, you as listeners or viewers on YouTube may have uh, in regards to Gonzaga basketball, basketball, or different sports topics in general. Uh, and I answer them as, as best I can um, with my experiences. So I uh, wanted to jump right into today's Wednesday, July 20th episode of the ISO Mailbag and answer a couple questions. First one comes from Bob in Tacoma. He asks, Malachi Flynn had 73 points in Jamal Crawford's Seattle Summer Pro-Am. Did Gonzaga recruit him at all? Uh, good question, Bob. Uh, I saw that. Um, impressive. And you have to take a lot of these summertime uh, highlight videos of pros in pro-ams uh, with a grain of salt. I know I did a podcast a year or so ago when Peyton Pritchard had like 80 points in the Portland pro-am. You have to take it with a grain of salt because when you have a pro coming to these leagues, these events, the ball is in their hands. And essentially, it's an opportunity for them to do anything and everything they want with the ball every time down the floor. Uh, so you might see a, a game where guys like that don't pass at all, especially young guys like a Peyton Pritchard or Malachi Flynn. They're, they're in the process of working on their game, developing their craft, figuring out what works, what doesn't work in the NBA, and then what they need to work on in the NBA, and then going and working at it, and, and this is no – slight to the guys that are playing in those programs to guys that are just a slightly level less working on it, trying to figure it out against them, building confidence so that they can then go back at the NBA level before training camp begins and then training camp and then preseason regular season to be able to try to do re recreate some of those same uh, plays have success in those same situations. So um that's why I, I do, you know, get excited about the amount of points, but I don't get overly excited or I don't get too critical about it because, um, you know, I've been one of those guys where balls thrown to me, I'm not looking to pass. Why would I pass it to a guy who, as a pro in the NBA, why would I pass it to a 19 year old who's playing at a junior college? This is my time to work on my craft. This is my time to work on my game. Um, and so there's a reason they get the amount of shots, but Malachi Flynn did have an impressive performance, uh, at the Seattle cro uh, crossover pro-am at Seattle Pacific, a number of difficult jump shots, uh, with limited space. He created space on enough opportunities, uh, the range that he showed. So, uh, awesome to see, but the, back to the original question, did Gonzaga recruit him at all? Not much coming out of high school. He was very, uh, his recruitment was very limited coming out of high school. He originally committed to Pacific down in Stockton in the WCC. They had some coaching changes, some coaching issues. Coach Verlin was let go. Coach Mike Burns, who's now an assistant at Boise State, took over. They tried to keep uh, Malachi uh, with his commitment to Pacific. He decided to reopen it, and that at that point, he had a tremendous senior year. I believe he was the Washington State High School Player of the Year, uh, his senior year at Bellman Prep in Tacoma. Um, 
kind of open reopened his commitment uh, or his recruitment and then committed to Washington State, played two years there. Uh, ups and downs, a redshirt year at San Diego State when he decided to transfer. And then he had a really good year at San Diego State before declaring for the NBA draft. But when he decided to transfer away from Washington State, Gonzaga was one of the schools that expressed interest in him and vice versa. He expressed interest in Gonzaga. Uh, and I know this because I did talk to a couple of coaches on Gonzaga staff at the time. Um, I thought it would have been a nice fit, but with the fact that Jalen Suggs was about to come in, um, you had some other guys that uh, were kind of on the recruiting boards that um, you, you didn't know how your roster was going to stack up over the next couple of years. Um, maybe you didn't go all in as maybe you would have had it been a year or two before. So um, great question from Bob in Tacoma. Thank you for sending that on. Um, next question comes from John in Spokane. And he asks, the second evaluation period starts on Wednesday, which is today. Is it any different than the first? Not really. Um, you know, the, I guess the only difference is, is Adidas has their championship in the L.A. area. Nike has the Peach Jam in the Augusta, Georgia area, and a secondary tournament for teams that didn't qualify for Peach Jam through EYBL or other teams in the South or Midwest or East Coast that wanted to play in a secondary tournament called the Peach Pit. Uh, and then uh, Under Armour has their championships, I believe, in Chicago. So um, those are the top four tournaments, I would say. Outside of that, um, you've got a number of really good regional tournaments. You've got a tournament or two on the West Coast in Southern California, uh, Dino Stragonis with Pangos events does a great job. He's got a good tournament this weekend. There's a couple tournaments going on in Las Vegas. I'm actually coaching one later this weekend uh, at the 16U level. Um, you've got a number of other tournaments going on in Dallas and in Houston and different areas of the country. But the biggest ones are the first four that I mentioned. But uh, there's not a huge difference in the first and the second, a lot of what it is, is if a player had a coaching staff that really became enamored with them in that first, they're going to reorganize, rearrange their schedule, their travel calendar, their itinerary to go watch that player at least once, maybe multiple times. If that player becomes a priority, someone that maybe they've offered or they're about to offer, uh, they may they may be at every single game. Uh, during the second period and it might be an assistant the first day and then it might be the head coach the second and then another assistant the third and then the fourth uh, the the head coach again uh, every coaching staff kind of has their own priority or thought process philosophy on how they want to uh, prioritize recruits and be seen because a lot of the the emphasis on the month of July with these evaluation periods because coaches can see enough film on kids throughout the year, uh, whether it's through their high school programs with Huddle, whether it's through uh, reading articles on SB Live or different sources or watching Baller TV with a lot of the AAU events. They've seen it, but a big part is to be present and to be seen by that player, that player's family, 
that player's AAU coach, that AAU director. So it's really, it's a really unique and interesting game. Um, doesn't make a lot of sense. I think there's a lot of wasted time, energy, uh, emotions that go into it, but it, that is what it is uh, with college basketball recruiting. Last question comes from Jeff in Post Falls, Idaho. Hey, Dan, I see that you have uh, Anton Watson running a camp at Shoot360 in Spokane. Tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, appreciate the question, Jeff. Um, yeah, so I do own a gym in Spokane. It's called Shoot360 Spokane. A lot of times on the, these videos, if you're watching it on YouTube, you'll see a sweatshirt or uh, a hat like I'm wearing right now. Um, kind of promoting Shoot360 Spokane. It's a technology-based um, basketball training facility. We've got shooting cages. We've got ball handling stations. We've got uh, a full court that's slightly shorter than normal. It's 75 feet as opposed to 94 feet um, where we run workouts and uh, skill camps and clinics, et cetera. But yes, we are running a Anton Watson clinic or featured camp this week. Uh, today's the last day we're wrapping up today. Uh, Anton, there's about 30 to 35 kids, grades five through eight, boys and girls, um, that wanted to come hear a little bit about Anton's experience in the game of basketball, his love for the game of basketball, his passion for the game of basketball, some of the things, uh, the experiences the, he's had is, that has helped shape him. But as I talked to Anton about maybe doing this where he's been there at camp each day you know his big thing is he wanted to uh you know give back to the kids that love basketball just like he loved basketball years ago when he was a kid growing up so um yeah uh he's running the camp with us this week um it is a small nil deal which uh you know allows us to 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 pay him a a a, a nice uh, amount based on, you know, coming to camp for an hour a day. I know I, I know from past experience and my experience saying this, I would have loved to have been able to have a camp with my name on it back in college. Just come for an hour of the two and a half hours of camp each day, hang out with the kids, show them a few things, work on some things and, and kind of, you know, be a part of something that you love. So yeah, Anton's been great. Uh, we're actually at Shoot360 Spokane. We're going to do another one in the month of July with Tyson Degenhart, uh, who is a Boise State standout uh, Mountain West freshman of the year. Uh, he is a Spokane kid as well. So we will be doing one of those in August. Um, so appreciate the question, Jeff. So um, thanks for the time. Uh, each of Bob, John, and Jeff sending on questions. If you have a question, send it to me on social media, on Instagram at ddickow21 on uh, Twitter, at dandickow21, or send it to dickow at scorebooklive.com or all of our Gonzaga Nation SI media channels at Gonzaga Nation SI. So take care, uh, have a great rest of the week, and we will present and bring you more content later this week.